This is a conspiracy. That's what this is. One big damn conspiracy! And everyone's in on it! I know what's going on. Did IQs just drop sharply while I was away? person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. Did you see the memo about this? Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. Don't you see what this means? Welcome to episode 22 of your Missing the Point podcast, where we discuss the weird, the wonderful, and the downright bizarre aspects of life, as we have conversations with people from all over the world. Today, I have another installment of Conspiracy Chit Chat, where you, the listeners, jump on board to discuss anything from conspiracy to politics, current events, and everything in between. Today, I'm joined by a listener from the Great White North. Let us welcome Unacceptable Steel. Welcome. How's it going? Good, mate. Good. Good to be here. Uh, it's uh, it's definitely weird to finally put a face to the voice you know in, in in air quotes real life like just seeing a video or whatever is one thing but talking back and forth is is relieving i suppose so it is I'm now the question is here. still do i have a face for radio or does the face fit the uh the accent does it work uh, or is it one of those well, situations where you're let down it's okay i don't I've, think I've there's such feelings. thing as radio anymore so so we have to accept <laughs> everything now right i, I identify as beautiful <laughs> I like it. Good one. <laughs> so you're living in Canada, another pseudo-communist country like Australia. Australia and Canada seem to be bosom buddies and tyranny at the moment. So how have you gone over the past few years? Is it Has it been tough on you? Have you just been able to coast through? What's been going on? Uh, well, it's pretty intense here. It's uh, It's not something you really would have expected to have to be part of. Um, if you listen to the theme song of our country, it includes like free and all that stuff, but, but they, they don't seem to think that's a thing anymore. So we're not allowed to, they want to edit our, our internet. So Bill C11 is like, they want to tell, I mean, if you use a VPN, I don't think it's a, it's a thing, but, but like for the, the air quotes, normal people, I don't think that's uh that's a good thing. So they they don't seem to have our best interests at heart. So. So is this the Canadian version of the Restrict Act? Is this essentially what's what's happening? Yeah, there? they all work in in unison. <sighs> they they but I think strategically they make the colors different, right? So like yes. in America the Re- Republicans are 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 one and 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 in Canada the conservatives are blue, right? So it's it, it it's it's set up that way so it doesn't seem like there's more of us in general, but we have to start uh, addressing this as a collective, I think. Yes, we've got the same issue in Australia where our Liberal Party is actually the Conservative Party. But if you speak to an American, anyone overseas, they would think that would be left-wing. But it's all mm-hmm, games yeah, and yeah. circuses and they just throw all these things at the wall and hopefully it sticks. And like you said, doesn't matter what, what political groups in power in a country, they're all pushing the same things at the same time, which usually they should be diametrically opposed to based on their position. But they're all set up by the same ex- 
supreme leader, right? Like that's right. your country, my country, even America, like America was an attempt at an expansion of, of England and it got away from itself. So they pulled back, they, they redrew their plans and they started you guys and us. Yes. They got it. They got it right, right in their view, but not, so we have this illusion of freedom, but so you have a million choices of cereal, but you have one cell phone provider. Yeah, a million choices of cereal, and they all contain strychnine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's one of the things that's good for you. It, it, I think some of those poisons are at least sort of food. <laughs> sort of food, yeah. Anything that's on the outside as you go in, that that's fine. Just don't go further to the center. It's like yeah, all yeah. This. in politics, <laughs> you go deeper into yeah. politics and go blindly. You're going to lead yourself to a terrible place. So yeah, is there yeah, anything it, you've been looking into still? What have you been, um, what's caught your fancy conspiracy-wise at the moment? Well. I guess it's sort of uh, you you see the world's fair and that leads to a whole million things. Right. And that sort of made me looking around in my town at old buildings and where I live is pretty old. There's a lot of like stuff that probably might not belong here for the time it was built for the nature of the little tiny town we live in. And then that's sort of, you look further into like, why were they hiding? What were they hiding? And, and a lot of it sort of lean, leads back to me, even like the air, the mud flood idea, all that stuff sort of seems to be rocks falling from the sky. Yeah, so it seems to to correlate with with asteroids and and, and the fear that those can can induce, especially because they like come back on the 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 somewhat annually, and as they get closer to like causing damage, it would seem even more. Right. Like they would be more and more predominant. So you'd be like, Ooh, look how nice that is one year. And then the next year, a bunch of the cities around you burns to a crisp. Yeah. And, and it that, almost, uh, it almost lends the idea that the, the people that are in control of things in the world, they know the cycle of when these things come around through our, our system or through our realm and, and they can forward project when it's going to happen. So they put themselves in a good place for a reset later on. Not, not only so much, I think that it's that they know the cycle. It's that those they're so consistent we just live such a short period of time in our, in our feeble little, in our minute, it may not happen to a whole generation of people. So then we think we're fine. But I mean, there's, there's, there's people that, that there's ideas that since the dinosaurs were, were flattened, asteroids have tripled, like it's getting three times as as often as then. So like, but how do we know a lot of that stuff may have been erased? I mean, they, they say the, the fire in Chicago was lit by a cow, <laughs> but, but almost the whole pen, peninsula burned down that night. Like most people don't realize that the great Chicago fire coincided with like 20 other great fires that burnt massive square acreage down all around the lake. Yeah. Both even, sides. even the London fires uh, that decimated all of what was old London air quotes and they had to rebuild it and they rebuilt it in this Romanesque style afterwards. What's to say that there hasn't been a SUV sized asteroid or comet that's impacted somewhere in the city. And that's what's caused it all. You'd never know. Yeah. And it would happen. So you, you would have the one side of the place where it hit would get smoked and then miles away, it would go dark. And then they'd have another kind of catastrophe. Right. Like you have all these like the 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 winters of no summer. Well, if you look the year before, there was like an asteroid that goes missing. You know, one that they've been watching every year up until that point, And now it doesn't come back anymore. Like exactly the same with the Chicago fire. 
they were watching an asteroid that had been coming every six years and hasn't come since then. But it was a fire that was caused by a cow. And that's the story that they stick to. When a, in a reality, cow is so I think, much more plausible, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I think the real, one of the weird parts about that whole story is like, it's. I read an article saying that one of the only buildings that survived that fire in that area was the O'Leary farmhouse. <laughs> the cow that kicked the candle over. Like, like they can't yeah, even right. be serious with these stories. They're right making fun the of us, right? Like, yeah, they're mocking us. If you look up any of the stories on that comet, Bailey's Comet, if you go to the b- bottom of the page now, they've added like, oh, and the crazy tinfoil hat wearers are thinking this is what caused the Great Chicago Fire. But like they they mock that comet they they made a tv cartoon tv show a band had a weird name that's the same so if you look up that comet like you're not going to find that on like the first like 15 pages <laughs> you know yeah, like you have exactly. to be neurotic your brain has to work or work, not work depending on how you look at it like mine and yours i presume where we're oh. kind of everywhere that's it we're scattered now you have to think that this is just pure chance that these managed to hit populated cities or large populated densely built up areas you have to think about the amount that actually hits the middle of nowhere and because it's hit the middle of nowhere you never hear about it or you might see dash cam footage so yeah these quite plausibly could have been ones that have hit populated city centers and most everywhere is the middle of nowhere i mean even you go you fly across america i can imagine where you are is essentially like a city and then scorpions like just the middle of nowhere you know like we we, it's 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 a couple of little cities in canada and then trees and then ice like just nothing i think canada and australia are probably the same in that way whereas when i went to america what really surprised me was that traveling between major cities and then going through small cities Uh the small cities are still the same size as what our capital cities are it just shows goes to show how young Australia is and how slowly it's being progressively built. Yeah. yeah. And, and you look at America, they've got city, small city, small city town. You're constantly driving past something in most parts of America. Sure. There's that big middle area in the deserts and things where you don't yeah. see a lot of stuff, but Canada and Australia, like Canada, you're most of your populations on the American border. And the rest of it's wilderness. Yeah. Australia, most yeah, of our populations on the coastline and most of Australia's wilderness. If you draw a line across the bottom of Canada that doesn't even include most of Canada, just like Southern Ontario and the tip of Vancouver, you get us all. <laughs> Practically America. Yeah, yeah, quite Very literally. Close. Especially like I'm Southern Ontario, so it's like, it's pretty close. So we used to just go shopping in, in Buffalo, but you can't cross the border without all sorts of paperwork and I don't have any of that paperwork. So Good on you. it's not happening for me. Good. So you take into account all the hundreds and thousands of kilometers of untapped wilderness that maybe even First Nations people have never really walked through or haven't yeah, been yeah. in for hundreds of years. If you have an asteroid strike in one of those areas, you might hear a sonic boom very far away, but you've got no mm-hmm. idea of the devastation it's done. Yeah, and it could just appear to be a fire if there's no mm-hmm. smoldering rock, if it just skims the top. I mean, there's there's a, that Tunguska right? Like that happened. And then that was hundreds of years before anybody knew it happened, but yes. it like leveled, like it would have been catastrophic if it happened here. The, the, there's a famous dash cam video in Russia of a asteroid, like 
shooting across the sky. And I use the word comet and asteroid interchangeably because I'm not particularly educated on the subject. I'm just space you know, rocks. Let's just call them space. Yeah, rocks. yeah. That's what stuff I shooting from somewhere <laughs> causing problems. But they that 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 comet or they were watching the space for a rock that day. It just wasn't that one. Right. Like they, 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 that one just surprised them. A couple of weeks ago, we got hit by one like an SUV that they didn't know was coming till 40 minutes before it hit us. Like they, they only just recently started to look up. They've only sort of been looking out forever. They only just started to look like things came from a different angle and they were like, Oh, stuff can come from there too. Like we have no idea what's coming. That's the problem with if you go off the globe model, there's the earth is that big. We don't have enough telescopes and working satellites facing out in every possible direction to pick everything up. That's why you always see the news story of, um, and OBDM do a really good job of this, asteroid the size of 67 turkeys near this of Earth. And they always have these weird measurements, um, 25 buses long, 30 armadillos, Mm -hmm. and they're always picked up like a week before it's supposed to hit or go past. I have a whole file of saved bookmarks of like 27 pandas. And then you do the math and like 27 pandas is actually a pretty big rock coming at you, right? Like that's not that, or there'll be like the width of 27 armadillos. They're always mocking it because it's scary. And I don't think they want to look too hard because they'll realize that it happens all the time. Like it's just a matter of, of fact. And they, that's kind of why I think a lot of the cover ups are happening. Even like, so you have liquefaction, sorry, I can't even speak. Like the ground shakes and things sink into it. That could appear like a mud flood. Well, asteroids can cause liquefaction. Earthquakes can be caused by asteroids, even volcanoes. So a lot of these things, it's not, I mean, not everything's going to be an asteroid, obviously, but a lot of the things they're attributing to other things because they're slightly less scary, I think. Yeah, but an asteroid could be the catalyst for those other things, especially if it hits a fault line and causes a a volcano to blow its top or to cause liquefaction. Yeah, and there's even evidence that, like, at the edge of craters, it liquefies solid rock. So, like, the the idea of melted buildings in some places, well, those buildings are built out of rock. If if the shaking of the ground can, can literally liquefy a rock, then it could do all of those things, all this stuff that they're trying to explain away with all these other, it might just be like rocks. This is making <laughs> me, this is making me think of the stage progression of how the new world order takes over. It starts off with nation states fighting nation states. And that's the big scare campaign. Then it becomes rogue states like a North Korea or, a, or a um, Iran or someone like that. Then it becomes national-based terrorists, and then it becomes space-based impacts where we have to defend space from these rogue space rocks, asteroids, comets, whatever you want to call them, and then it becomes the alien invasion. It's like following that process. Yeah, because we'll we'll somehow, as we blow up a rock, we'll we'll disturb the aliens or something. But the the idea of blowing up a rock that's shooting at you and, and then getting smoked by a million more pieces the year after doesn't seem like it's the best idea either, you know, like... No, you could be turning a 22 round into buckshot and it could spray the planet. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of... So you they have like the Hopi Indians and those people way back in the day, these tribes that were like down in caves. They may have been hiding from asteroids. They might have had somewhat of a regular incoming, you know, for 
for a hundred plus years, something came every five years and they could tell it was coming and they knew, okay, down in the caves and they yeah, would outlive it, it. It lends to the idea of the, the tunnels that are all built throughout all of Turkey. Yeah. 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 By Gobekli Tepe. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The bare hand Tepe, I think mm-hmm. one of those, sorry. Yeah. There's about six, 60 different Tepe's in that area. And yeah, Gobekli yeah. Tepe's probably the least amazing one of all of them, which is ironic. And we don't get to see the others. Yeah, well, part of the problem I heard was that, like, you could get a grenade thrown at you from Syria or yeah, something. That, that, that somewhere war-torn <laughs> that's so close that they could, like, throw a grenade at you. That so maybe it's, it's not Syria. That in itself is a problem, right? Like, all the major archaeological and lost history parts of the world have been constant war zones for the longest time. Like, the, yeah, the yeah. cradle of civilization has constantly been at war as long as humanity has been recording it. Yeah, what, and what has there. been erased? Exactly, and we saw so that might with, have been. We saw Sorry. that with so it's okay. We saw that with Al Qaeda. What did they do when they kind of took over Iraq when the Yanks pulled out? They started knocking down all the old temples. And what did the liberals up. do when they took over America? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> took all pulling the down all the statues. Down. They didn't notice the irony in that. Like, no, not at all. The the their moral like compass judging was their justified. By, though. Yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. Crazy. It's just ridiculous. And, and then there are things that maybe they, so there's a, a, a hieroglyph that represents a history that's scary. Well, we have to get rid of the scary history because people aren't going to be worried. Like if you're, if you're building a, just like the preppers, everybody mocked the preppers for all those years, but now you're looking back and going, Oh man, you know, like if only I wouldn't have to try to buy it at this price, you know, like, and, or if the asteroids or whatever, a flood, whatever is coming, they're ready for it. Whereas the rest of us aren't, but the rest of us were consuming media and buying Nikes and, and doing all of those things and not being worried about the reality because we weren't actually told about the reality. We, we've been lied to. It's, it's, it's been glossed over. Yeah. I think and that... a lot of the evidence sort of points to like, it's a rocky, bumpy, sloshy ride out there, right? Like look around your own cities, especially if you don't live in like a major city, like mine seems to have been missed on the on the reset. It's it's old from the eighteen hundreds, but but they they didn't knock everything down. So look around. There there's a lot of evidence to this sort of like hiding of something. But what is that thing? It might. It's just scary. They're just got. Uh, they're they're hiding being afraid. They're hiding the the what's the cataclysm? I guess is the. And, and it, I don't. I, and it's almost like they've got they know they've got no control in it. You can't stop a an asteroid the size of Manhattan hitting the earth or you can't stop 50 SUV size asteroids from hitting a certain area. They know they can't control it. They don't want to have a a system or a population that knows they can't help them or can't stop what's coming. That's probably the biggest yeah, yeah. issue. They they want that ignorance is bliss. There's a reason that they have that saying and and I mean sometimes I am a bit jealous of that but but it's just a matter of the realities appear that that's that that they're up to something and that something is, is greater than the identity politics dribble that they're messing with or or all this other like stuff that they kind of try to keep people busy with they don't they don't want them to to really look and and it could be round or flat it's a problem for both sides of this argument right like it seems like round or flat rocks are hitting us and it's shaken you know like a like a bass drum and 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 if you look at the videos on YouTube of the liquefaction of soil from like, they can use harmonics and shake and they get different patterns from the soil. Well, if you just shake it enough, things sink in it. And 
and that's uh I shouldn't say YouTube. Look, find it on something else. But <laughs> yeah. the the uh, the the reality is that a lot of these things can sort of all be attributed to to one. You know, the 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 year of no summer in five thirty six or whatever that that everybody starved to death. Right before that, the year before, there was a giant asteroid. Well, everybody starved to death from. And then a couple of years after that was the Black Plague because everybody had almost starved to death. So everybody was sick. Yes, low immune and, systems. And then the Justinian Plague took the Romans down, right? Like the, a rock a couple of years earlier might have been the whole, like the yeah. end of a Roman Empire. So well, they have to be. It's interesting. Southern Australia, South Australia, Northern New South Wales, Victoria and Tasmania all last year had a year without summer by the very definition of what summer is and how many days above a certain temperature you need. We didn't have a summer last year. And that all comes yeah. from the, the Hunga Tunga volcano eruption where it ejected yeah. so much seawater into the sky. The water vapor created like an extended winter for us. So that's just yeah. one small thing. And I noticed yeah. it in my own, my own vegetable patches and my raised garden beds, the crop yields was ridiculously low and things went to seed very early before they didn't even come to crop. So imagine yeah, what would be on a global scale where mm-hmm. so much dust has been blown up into the atmosphere. You've got no chance of living off like leafy greens or vegetables unless you've got yeah. them in storage from the year before. Yeah, jars. And and if you're counting on the grocery store, good luck. Because <laughs> exactly. they're not saving any for you. Definitely I mean, not. you had, uh, I think it was like 1815 or something. Uh, there was a year without summer in North America. Um, all All of North America. And that was from... Uh, uh, ba- Bailey, Bali, the uh, earthquake in Bali, that like tourist resort. Mm-hmm. So that thing blew its top, like a other side of the freaking world and shut down North America. So the North Americans without today's technology have no idea what caused that. They just know that like the demons are coming or whatever, and there's no sun, you know, like, and we're all going to die and I don't want to eat my neighbor. Well, yeah, but, the irony of people of the past were a lot stronger and had a bit more fortitude and knowledge about them to actually survive yeah. those times where today we're very reliant on modern technology and we're very fat and lazy in the way that we do things. The average person wouldn't be able to just leave their house, walk off into the wilderness and survive. Very no, few people. That's, that's not easy. Like try lighting a fire with sticks for real. It's not easy. And if you have to do it for the first time when you're going to die, guess what? You're gonna die, <laughs> especially like if you're you in the Great White North. The first time. Yeah, I can't yeah, even imagine it. trying to survive in the wilderness of North America with the winters you guys get. You have no idea how jealous of our winters you actually are. With the size spiders and all that poisonous crap you have, we don't have any of that because of winter. <laughs> Yay <Yeah>. winter! <laughs> Yay winter! Yeah, but then that's again, one of the things. We've got summers where you can get in excess of like 40 degrees on an average day. Yeah, we have that too. It's like ridiculous hot in the summer and humid. Like it's nuclear. People come from Africa and go, oh my God, it's hot here. Like, really? I would, have, I would not have thought that. That's crazy. Yeah. Our hot, when we get heat warnings here, it is disgusting because it's humid. So it's like, but then we also have like minus a million. There's <laughs> Arctic regions. We have Tim Hortons in the Arctic. <laughs> Like way up out, out by Baffin Island, like touching Greenland, there's Tim Hortons. 
nuts. Is that because you're so close to the poles or is what's the reason why? Is it just the moisture that's inherently in the area that makes it so humid or? Well, I think it's because we're at the lakes. Like where I am is like, right. All the great lakes. Ah, right. Got you. So it's just like steamy, sweaty, like whatever. I think basically just steam off all the lakes because we're right in all the, they're all kind of puddled together here. So. Do your random question, do your lakes have a a Native American or Aboriginal story of a like a Nessie, like a champ or anything in those Great Lakes? There's one in BC, but not that I don't know about any monsters of Great Lakes here. But there's like a Bermuda Triangle type thing, but but I think if you take the dimensions of the Bermuda Triangle and drop them over a map anywhere, you find there's a lot of wrecks everywhere. So I, I think it's, there's, there's definitely that there's a couple, like our lakes, they're big. So they get like choppy and there's a lot of wrecks out there. So there's a lot of like stories of, of ghosts and, and ships like that. Lost sailors, merchant sailors. Crazy. As Australia in itself, we don't have any large bodies of fresh water. We're just a, a very barren country, even our coastal regions. Like we might have rivers, we might have the odd man-made dam and lake, but we don't have anything to the scale of what Europe or North America have. So I've always found, oh. found it fascinating. Um, England would fit in Lake Superior, I think. <laughs> if you like use the, if you use one of those apps that makes the map yeah. the right size instead of like the fake map that we've yeah. all been shown, it fits in. Yeah, in everyone, Lake Superior. everyone makes the UK out to look much bigger than it actually is. It yeah, is yeah. minuscule. Yeah, the map is very, uh, very much obscured. They've made it weird. But those lakes are ancient. There's stories of like, so the Bronze Age in Europe doesn't have enough bronze or copper or one of the metals it takes. I think it's bronze. So one of the metals it takes, they don't have enough of it. But there's an island in Lake Superior, Lake Superior off Michigan, I think. Sorry, I suck at geography. And it's got a bunch of ancient copper mines and there's no evidence of all the copper like the the ancient burials of the natives around should have some copper in their their burials they have a little bit but nothing to warrant the mining that was done on this island and there's this idea that the 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 copper from those mines is what made the bronze age in europe yeah, there's a theory, and I don't know how substantiated it is, but supposedly there's copper mines in New England, and they can trace the copper from there to certain wristbands and weapons in Western Europe. Yeah, they did that same test with the copper from Isle Royale. It's all the same. There, there's like this. It's it seems like they may have been here, and that's so, a whole other. So, so that's a whole other thing that really brings you to the whole idea that there was a a seafaring civilization at one point. Well, that's the only way to get around forever. I right. Mean, Unless they had the ability to fly that we don't know about, but you look at... And they would have seen things floating. Yeah. You would, you would think of that. It's, it has to be along the lines of the the sea people, like throughout the Mediterranean and um, North Africa, there's tales of the sea people. And when they would arrive, they would wipe out towns and cities and they'd leave and no one knew where they came from. It's a lot of speculation as to whether they were Atlanteans or not, but it seems like a lot of them were Phoenicians and they were just getting around on their boats because they had the advanced tech of the day traveling around and, and taking what they could, the original Vikings. Yeah. And I think too, we, we, we may give them a bit too much credit as far as like their ability to d- deliberately go places. I think it was more like, if you just go, you're going to get a place. 
right? Like, and they just sort of pointed in that way. And they're like, whatever place we go to, the plan's the same anyway. It doesn't matter who's there. Let's try and track a straight line. And if we find something, we find something. Yeah. Or you may run into something that's a problem and then you, you, you leave and you get that little story in history. Like the, Oh, they, they ran into these people and they fought back and now they're, now they pop into history because those people survived and can tell that story. But the rest of the time, all the people that got erased by the Raiders, they're just, they're just, uh, vulture food. Yeah. Especially when the Vikings, the first contact they made with the, the people of the English Isles were monks on a little tiny island by themselves made for easy slim pickings. Imagine if it was a, a military base and they fought back and fought them off. Do you think the Vikings would have returned as quickly? Probably not. Yeah. 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 And then, then when they met the Welsh, they just came on a run and the Welsh were like, game on. And they joined <laughs> in. Let's get these guys. So I'm, I'm English Irish is my heritage. I'm Canadian, but there's some, there's some weird blood in me, a sprinkling of Irish Viking, maybe. Fantastic. So thinking about like your ancestry were your people did they were they the people that had the british that had to leave the americas at the war of independence or did they arrive in canada later on once it was an established british colony again oh i'm a landed immigrant myself oh so right. i'm uh I, i'm first my sister is first generation canadian so yeah i'm i'm but i'm not the right brand of immigrant so. <laughs> no, i don't think you're ticking any of the boxes there mate. <laughs> <laughs> no no I don't think you tanned no. quite enough for that. Not the right level. No, no. I, 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 unless you add up on my freckles, maybe. Yeah, well, that's my excuse. If I tan enough, my, my freckles will eventually merge into one and I'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> quite literally. Yeah, that's uh, struggles we have to live with, you know? Yeah, that ginger life. Yeah, quite literally. It's, it's why I work night shift, so I don't burn to death. I still have to watch <laughs> out for the moon. But... <laughs> Nosferatu? Yeah, it's Ginger's the uh, original story of the vampire. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's quite literally. It's in a lot of the books that way. It, there's the, we've been villainized a lot of the time. They're yeah. not uh, and, and when they're talking about the you know like the leprechaun, it's not like they're not trying to be nice. I don't think. <laughs> no, not it at feels, all. It feels mocking. <laughs> it's it's very mocking. <laughs> yeah, even think about like now we're going on tangent redheads, but the idea of metallurgists and blacksmiths in the day when they were forging a sword they required a red-headed boy to piss on the sword to temper the steel mm. because the red hair would temper the metal apparently yeah they were it was better the um and they were actually witches like even during salem the 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 metalsmith the blacksmith he would have been considered a witch but they just let him live because they really needed that witchcraft yeah they needed the, the rest, wheel like yeah, the rest. Yeah, they needed something to chop heads and and whatnot. So, it's been a it's been a thing for a long time. It's there. There's something to it. I mean, there's there's a pain tolerance. They have to ask all sorts of weird questions if you go be put under. There's something in yeah. our blood. But yeah, I've had a few surgeries in my time with knee reconstructions and whatnot, and even anesthesia. Like, oh, well, they did the body weight. Okay, we'll do it. And even off the scales for my weight, body size, height, my gender the anesthesia didn't go as far as it needed to. And it, it was just like, a, it stopped just below my knee. So I could feel everything the whole time. Yeah. yeah. You, you wake up and talk to them. They're like, you're supposed to be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. You cut uh, me yeah, still. That, awesome. The, the, uh, the idea that they're, they're lying to us about everything like goes so far. I mean, you look at the, the I just seen a story pop up the other day about Japan, 7,000 more islands. Yeah. How do you miss those? 
Especially and with if drones, the water's and, rising, what the hell? Yeah, if it's right, if anything, it's lowering. To, there'd be, you can understand the lowering to create new islands, but how were they not spotted? Especially at the height of World War II when planes were flying everywhere and ships were everywhere. You yeah, would have thought like that how, they would have been spotted. And 7,000, like even if they're just little tiny little rocks, like China's like buying up every atoll everywhere to build bases. They know about all these things, I thought. We got Google Earth and we finding all these like, 7,000, but they're going to tell you that we're, we're going to drown because there's so many people in this planet. Like it doesn't, doesn't make Re- any sense to really me. strange connection. The native inhabitants of Japan are actually Caucasoid looking people that have a ginger, a ginger hair gene. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, the, like the, the native Canadian, like the, the, the people that live uh, allegedly were here first. They, they, First is a, a word I wonder because I think there's been people here forever, but like the most recent first, um, they they have a lot of like qualities that are the same both with the gingers and the Asians, like the the Japanese and Chinese. Like there's a lot of that sort of everywhere. Like I think we're all basically just beige in reality, and we we all can quite easily interbreed. So we're all the same species. So I don't know what we're worrying yeah, about. Yeah, so and and some people think that some traits some traits throw stronger than others, but then again, you might get a throwback where, just speaking on my, on my own community, there's a Polynesian family, and they've got Irish ancestry far down the line, and randomly, one of their kids they had is the most pale European-looking kid with red hair you'd ever seen, and the rest of the brothers and sisters, a very Islander in appearance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. You're, well, then you have to wonder too. You're like, whoops, <laughs> awkward. Don't ask. <laughs> yeah, uh, the neighbor hey. next door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they need to do some uh, some tests. But um, sort of circling around, you said way back at the beginning things that I just I read a note that I made here about things that brought my mind to this sort of idea. I was watching like I like old stuff like blimps and and World War One. Like I used to be kind of a more typical normal rabbit hole person you know world war one that sort of normal stuff but the blimps got me and then one day i was watching a thing about the hindenburg and there's a map on a wall and it had california as an island and then that like that made me wonder i'm like why would that be because you could just see it it's a picture of the lounge on the hindenburg and it's obviously america and california is an island and it just sparked my brain and that rabbit hole me and that's where i ended up like world's fair and the whole the whole thing all links together like these they they tried to reset the the travel as well at the same time right like they didn't want you to use a blimp that probably would be pretty sweet i think nowadays they'd probably be pretty sweet if they were still making them it's the cruise liner mm-hmm. of the sky imagine how fun that yeah, would yeah. Be. hardly any awesome. fuel though right yeah exactly like the, the rothschild family's not going to get rich off that no, no not just, sell and if it's just flowing it's just flowing on the air currents of the sky like yeah yeah so they gave it the wrong gas, so it would blow up, right? Like yeah. the, the Germans, they like set them up and then blew that what bitch a, yeah, up. And, big sabotage. And we're all just like, oh, they're so dangerous. And that was it. Now we're in planes. But wasn't yeah, uh, and that's... Empire State Building, the top platform on that was built to have um, blimps and airships land and dock at it. That's yeah, what it was all, almost all for. the buildings are. That, that's like the, like not almost all the buildings, but loads all of those tall buildings. buildings yeah, they have these mooring spots because that was going to be the way of the future. So you didn't have to go downtown. You just like floated right in. But going downtown uses more gas and sells more con- like 
clogs up the streets more instead of the floaty thing that's all nice and luxurious and 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 simple and and prob- possibly a holdover from a previous you know idea and now we're so, moving into the electric air quotes age where all of our major concrete parking structures now have to be reassessed structurally because if you were to replace all the standard cars with electric cars, the weight capacity isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. Because they the weigh so owners, much. The Volt owners aren't allowed to park in them because they're known for blowing up, right? That like, that's too, a problem, right? Yeah. Right. Like that's the whole thing. The uh but but and they had one of the first available cars was an electric car. It was, right? yeah. But, Looked like but, a model T. Yeah, you could buy it at the same time, but ladies, rich ladies like to drive the 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 Baker electrics and the working man could afford the Model T. So men drove Model Ts and that was sort of the end of that for them. And they never, but the, the Prius, the first Prius had the same range as the Baker electric. Like we didn't work on that at all. It's the crazy. Victorian homes have chargers in their garages when they're tearing down these old homes. They have to take the car charger out from the, from the early, you know, way back in the day. You could buy a whole fleet of vehicles for your, for an entire city, garbage truck, everything, all electric in the 30s. Exactly. And now now we're like, look at this new thing we just invented. Like, people are so dumb. Like, Just wait another gen- another couple of generations in 100 years' time and they go back to fossil fuels. Look at these internal combustion engines. Yeah. Okay. We went to fossil fuels to save the whales, <laughs> right? Like, we were burning so many whales on candles that they the first green activist people were like, to save the whales, we need to use fossil fuels. And now... Now we need to to save the to save the whales again. We need to use like slave labor in African nations. Child slave like, labor, yeah, just craziness. Well, you think about it. Fossil fuels, in theory, if it's decomposed living matter like plants and animals that have died, that is the ultimate version of recycling, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's renewable, like because <laughs> yeah. things keep living and dying. But there's like a bunch of good science on it, but it was awkwardly done by the government to the German people in the 40s or 30s. So, like, we can't talk about any of that sort of science, but they kind of basically proved that oil is renewable. And then, I mean, the wells in 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 America and Canada, they cap those things and they come back 50 years later, open them up and they're they're pumping again. So, like, it, it seems like possibly it, it's a little more renewable than they make it out to be, especially if it's just like algae, because that blooms every year. All our lakes get all bloomed up and and then... Yeah. So I've heard a lot of people talk to it as it's like the life blood of the planet and it's just internally, it's always going to regenerate. Yeah. The the people that tell you that they know what it is just also told you they found a whole nother ocean <laughs> under the other <laughs> under ocean. The ocean. Yeah. yeah. But they'll also work. tell you there's loads of different oceans. But like when I look at the map or the, what they present to me as a map, it just appears to mostly be one body of water. So I don't know how, how we consider that to be more than one ocean at all. Right. But they, they give us all these little things to fight about and all these little names for everything. So we can all have our, our thing. So it's just crazy, crazy mis misinformation about everything. Uh, And and the smallest things too, that's what muddies the waters. It's tiny things that aren't necessarily important as well. Mm -hmm. Just circling back around to what you're saying about cars. Are you aware that when the automobile industry was taking off, the leading nation was the United Kingdom. England was the place for automobiles. And the oh, only, yeah. only thing that stopped it was that so much legislation came into effect, like things like 
Um, if you're driving a car, you could only go 20 miles per hour down the street. You had to have a person with red flags um, 20 meters ahead with the flags to indicate the car was coming. You could only do it on certain hours. They legislated it to the point where it was no longer tenable and the stagecoach people were actually able to stay alive and keep the business going. It was like a union kind of thing back then, which forced yeah, yeah. everything to Germany and Germany boomed on it. Yeah, they, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll cut off their nose to spite their own face. I mean, they're doing it now, right? They'll, they'll force this, this bad idea on us. But I mean, there was a time where there was no street signs because they didn't need any. And then one day they had to come up with a stop sign because people couldn't figure it out, right? <laughs> like it, it <laughs> so even back then when there wasn't hardly any cars, there was already accidents, but they just give away the licenses, right? They can't tell people no, because that sells gas and insurance and cars. If they were like, if they really cared about your safety, they would say maybe two goes, you get two attempts at a driver's That's license it. and then you're done or, or whatever. But no, you can do a thousand tests. We all know that person, but they're allowed to drive around. You know, they're worried about our safety. Put your mask on, you know, like <laughs> watch your words, watch your words. So crazy. Censor our internet, but they won't keep that stuff real, you know? Yeah, well, it's not even just the censoring of the internet, it's censoring of speech in public. You can't, like, America's fantastic that it's got the idea of free speech written in its constitution. Australia has an implied um, free speech in our constitution. It's not explicitly stated. And even if we did have it, it depends on what government or what people are in charge at the time and to determine what free speech in this and determine what things like hate speech are. Like Canada is going down the lines of the United Kingdom where you get a knock on the door for social media posts. Yeah, yeah. That's already happened. I mean, during the 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 freedom convoy trucker rally thing, there was people getting knocked on their door for social media posts and the whole COVID narrative exploded in everybody's face and people should have known and seen it. And now people are kind of ignoring it and carrying away and just letting it go, but it's it's all they've been practicing covering up stories forever, right? Like they've been doing it for forever. They've gotten very it's good at ongoing. it. Very, very good at. It. Yeah, they, I mean the the British have run since the 1300s, right? Like it's they're not. It's, this isn't their first go at this. They just make us believe because everybody's only been alive for 60 years that it's they just started this thing. But they've been tyrannical dictators forever. Well, I just I'd, marched in. I'd go as far as to say that America still is a British colony. They just don't know it. The real people behind the scenes are, I think, are a part of that same kind of control control structure. I think because of the nature of the states, they can get away with. So we had like this huge outcry here with the COVID thing for the trucker rally that like, because we have nowhere to go in Canada. Like I can't go, if I go to Alberta, it's still just Canada. It's the same policies. It's the same procedures. Um, In America, if I really wanted to, and I had the means, I could have gone somewhere where the rules were different, right? Like I could have gone to Texas or Florida and I had an escape. So, so they didn't have the boiling. So it didn't explode the same way it did here. And it's somewhat unfortunate that it didn't get to that. Like, I'm not wishing anything like, obviously I'm not a, I don't want to promote any of that sort of idea, but if they were kind of trapped more like we were, they would have gotten more on their heels. And unfortunately, as I'm sure you're well aware, we're riding their coattails. Right. Like like at this point, the way the, the our politicians are running it, we're we're hoping that maybe they can come deliver us some freedom. Like, you know, Texas come save 
some parts of southern Ontario, you know. <laughs> God, Australians are begging for the same thing. I think in the Australian aspect of things, it's it was almost a mix of what Canada and the US have got. Australia is a federation of states. So ultimately, it's the states that have a say in control of what happens within their states. Federal level is there for taxation, it's there for defense, it's there for big picture stuff. Everyday stuff happens on the boots on the ground. So we yeah, had yeah, our prime minister had our prime minister saying, I am completely opposed to vaccine mandates. It should be a choice. I don't want the states doing it. State premiers turned around and went, no, nah, sorry, we're mandating everything. So every single state, we had these different places, but like Canada, the places were pointing in the same policies and procedures around what people could and couldn't do. So we had the illusion of escaping to somewhere else. And that's where it bit people in the ass. Victoria started off really strong with the lockdowns and the mandates. So we lost over 100,000 people within the first couple of years of COVID. They fled Victoria and went to Queensland because it was seen as the free state. Well, they ended up just being six months behind everyone else and they put the same things in place. Yeah, yeah. It was rolling everywhere. It was You could see it coming across everywhere except the certain places. And I mean, there's one fundamental difference between where you are, I am in America, right? And they 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 got you guys real good. They're in the process of getting us and they don't, there's no chance that's going to work out in America. So no, they're it's... saved by, there's a comedian talking about it, right? A skit going around online about how they're safe by the rednecks, right? Like, cause yeah. America has rednecks with arsenals and, and that's, they can't, they can't get away with that stuff there, but they can do it to, to us. Cause what are we going to do? Like Exactly. Where um, Canadians are far too nice and want to just do the right thing. And then Australians are good little rule followers. And then if we're even remotely not nice, they deem it some sort of emergency and run us over with horses. Yes. Like or they complete, or they give you blanket terms like domestic terrorist or uh, hateful bigot yeah. or racist to try and push an agenda. And quite literally. And, and then now they're, I mean, I'm not sure if it's the same where you guys are, but now they're trying to tell you they didn't force you. Yeah. The coercion <laughs> wasn't a coercion. Like the, 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 like there's so many people that are in this place, like, they get a twinge and they're like, well, what the fuck was that? Oh, those assholes. Like they made me for the sniffles, like these fucking, sorry. I, I said this quite a while ago on Jim Bob Oval Shorts show, and it would have been last year, maybe end of last year. I said then that at some point in this year, it's going to get to the point where all mainstream doctors are going to say, yeah, the vaccines in hindsight were a bad idea. They weren't all terrible. Not everyone suffered from them. But a certain percentage of the population had adverse reactions and died, but no one forced you. That's what doctors are going to come out with next. Politicians are starting it now, and soon it'll be the the medical industry was saying no one actively forced you. They didn't oh, hold yeah. you our, down. They our, didn't strap you down. Yeah, the uh, our prime minister, the illustrious prime minister of Canada, uh, um, he quite literally has come out and said they didn't force us. They 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 had. It's not they're changing the meaning of words so it doesn't yeah. even matter you have to buy old dictionaries hold on to old printed dictionaries it's like look our, up the meaning of words our immunization handbook says no one can be given an immunization brackets vaccine with undue coercion whether that be financial whether that be social you can't be coerced into taking something well all they did was change the definition of what coercion meant in australia under the legal, legal definition so they could allow it to happen yeah yeah they 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 quite literally were like you they they're the harvey weinstein of of all of our <laughs> employers right they're like 
suck it or you lose your job. Yeah, it was a, right? it's a medical and, ripe, essentially. Yeah, yeah, and that's, or we'll we'll put you out of work for a month and this craziness. I I got lucky, so I got lucky. Yeah, and a lot of people didn't, which is unfortunate. I think that's what's. I think they're planning on that. Like you think about long term ideas, like the spas document, and I don't think the, at least I hope, touch wood, that. I don't think we're going to see the big conspiratorial death shot that people were really freaking out over. I don't think it's going to be that chaotic, but you might see in the next five or 10 years, health complications skyrocket higher than what it normally is. I don't think it's going to be the ultimate death shot where everyone who took one's going to die. And I don't think everyone who took one's going to get sick to some degree, but it's not going to be within the normal spectrum of what the health system can handle. Oh yeah. And the insurance people are already showing it all the adjusters. They can't, yeah. they're not in the business of caring about feelings. They want to make money. And they're like, what are with all these payouts? Yeah. And they're, they're numbers it, driven. it's one thing to pay out a 70 year old that dies. It's a whole nother thing to pay out a well-insured 45 year old man. You know, you're paying off his mortgage and all these things, you know, like that's, it's costing them a fortune. So they can't keep all the actual statistics a, a secret that long. But no. yeah, it's, it, they can't, it can't all be everybody either. Right. Like they have to have, they, they would have wanted that they, they're nerds. They like the data, even though they're also maniacal murderers, possibly in some cases, they, they, they would have wanted a control group. So they would have had like unhot shots to keep the numbers. Cause they want the data cause they're nerds. Right. Yeah, like they're, they, they they're still going to want they wouldn't want to know. Them batches of sailing they would have want batches that were low yield medium yield high yield extreme yeah all thrown in just to see what would happen but they also want the idea of these people who haven't been hot shotted they want that spars end result of the community seeing the penny drop freaking out and dismantling the system under threat of violence so that way they can actually install a military system to quell the masses and go fully authoritarian because could you imagine if the penny dropped for all the normies out there and they actually found out, holy shit, these things were designed to hurt us or they have hurt and killed people. Do you think that the majority of population would be okay with that once it's conclusively proven by the press and the media makes it out? They jump on that and they'd be up and down because the media has told them to. I appreciate your optimism and belief in the people. <laughs> Um, I don't know if but, it's actually that. But only through the lens of if the media tells them to be angry. If, it, the, media, only... if, the, if the media pivots to say 15% of all people who took the vaccine have died as have died um, through complications. And if they show that with statistics and they tell people to be angry, then the population who were the same people who told you to mask up because you're killing grandma, they'd be the people in the streets cracking the shits and turning cars over because the media has told them to. And I think that's what they want long-term as well. Yeah. It's always the same actors that are doing that part and the rest. So it can't be like myself. I was trying to, I was preaching beforehand and, uh, and I, it can't be me now, right? Like I can't stand up and say, okay, look what they did to you guys, right? Like it has to be the people that got most affected, like medically got affected by this. It has to be the people that, that realized that they got, they got duped. They have to lead this March now, it can't be like the people that were avoiding the shot because, because like, what do I, I don't have any skin in that game. Right. It, 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 it has to be like the whole rest of my family and, and people that were coerced 
that have to lead that fight. But I think a lot of people, they don't want to, again, back to ignorance is bliss. They don't want to scary. They don't want to deal with scary. I don't no, they, blame them. They, they I don't want like life scary. easy and comfortable. Yeah, and, and scary isn't any of those things. Yeah, and I think the danger is that and I saw a, a there was a story of it quite a few months ago about the unvaccinated knew how dangerous the vaccines would be and they didn't warn us. Well, they did warn you. We did warn you. Even the coerced people knew about it and warned you. Oh, yeah. And I think the people that are going to blow their top are the people who went out and took selfies of getting their shots and thought they were doing the right thing, who are 100% on board. They were the, the cult Covidians, as I call them. They're the ones that are going to blow their top and become very angry. And I yeah. hope it won't happen, but I think they'll target the unvaccinated through their anger. And it's going to take the coerced, the people like myself who felt that we had to do it to maintain our living, our mortgage, or keep our families fed, the people who didn't want it, but ended up having to buckle and take it. I think we're going to be the people that have to step up, step up and get in the middle and stop that from happening. That's almost everybody I work with. Uh, it was mandated at my employer. I dipped, dodged, dived and zipped and zigged to, to avoid it. So there's some people that, that are on that side that we tried to warn them as well, but there's entire workforces that are now kind of like, well, what you know it's already happened now so we'll just carry on and everybody hopes and now anything that happens you're like oh i hope that wasn't it or so it, it's gonna have to be like it's gonna be awkward right for a lot of people in a lot of places but it kind of has to be the case we can't let it that whatever they did they didn't have our best interest at heart no definitely not it's going to be the very sombering and terrible like biggest i told you so in living memory and it makes me sad to be able to do it I don't want to be able to do it. No, I want no. to be wrong on a lot of these things. I, I would like to look at my pile of things that I've collected to like survive with one day when I'm near the end of my time. I want to look at that and go, I wasted a lot of money on that shit. <laughs> Same. I'd be very happy to have a pantry yeah. and a garage full of preps and preserves and tools and everything. And to say, yeah, thank God I didn't need it. Yeah. Yeah. What a blessed life. I yeah. didn't need to survive. Kids and grandkids. Like, here you go. Good. Just in case for you now. Yeah, yeah. I maybe not eat these cans. They might be old by then. But <laughs> in a time like that, if an asteroid hits you, you're eating a can. It doesn't matter what's yeah. in it. You're, you might have to eat your neighbor. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's uh it's a crazy world we live in. It's led to these sort of things, though. So at least there are people with a voice that are getting it out there. I appreciate yeah. that. Let's find the silver lining. Like we've talked about the the, the horrors and the, the terrible things it could be. What do you find hope in? Do you find hope in anything? What what keeps you looking forward at the moment? That's a big question. Um, well, I mean, I'm I'm a father, I got kids. That's life, that's hope, that's the the my future in reality is in them, right? So that that's what keeps me going along. I I hope that we can get things sorted out so that they don't get fed into some sort of world war three meat grinder. Um, so that's weird to be in my statement of hope to avoid, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I hope that things kind of turn around. I hope I'm wrong on a lot of stuff, but, but the, the, the reality is we're, I'm just recognizing patterns. So it's not like I'm some sort of freaking profit or anything, you know, you just have to look at a few things and you can see these things are, are, are a problem that happens. So I just hope everybody has a nice time and we make the best of each day. Really. That's the best I can do. Hope wise. 
Yeah, well, um, you've got you've got skin in the game. You've got kids. You've got the next generation. And if only more people like yourself could notice the patterns, maybe we could get some kind of momentum going where the greater majority realize what's going on and something can be done about it. Yeah, yeah. The silent minority is a or majority is a stupid statement. I don't understand how it became a thing. Like we we should be we should be um, the just it should be what it is. You know, it it, it shouldn't be the silent this this is what we want not what what they want they're just getting rich off us going around it kind of started off photos kind of started off in the fan at the family dinner table you don't speak religion or politics at the dinner table well that just applied to being a broader community thing with your, the silent majority you have to be nice you don't want to upset yeah. anyone don't rock the boat I've started to go to the point where I think you almost have to talk about those things it, it almost has to be like you need to just like slip in something right away that just like can can be easily just a simple one though, like a fun one to talk about that you don't feel defensive about and that you can just laugh at. And if they laugh, then you can whatever. But when it came to the, this current psyop, um, it was hard to laugh about it because they just thought I was crazy. And it's hard to, to be that kind of like, they're, you're crazy. We're coming at you. You know, I, I'm, tr- I'm coming from a place of like, well, I've, I've spent a lot of ridiculous, ADHD time on the computer or on the phone, looking at all these things, and and all of my my ability to recognize patterns says this might be a bad choice. You're crazy, and then six months later, oh, I wasn't crazy, you know. Like it's not, and, and these these patterns are in everything. There's all sorts of things that I'm sure that's what why we're not just plain old monkeys, if you believe that. So <laughs> yeah, we survived by recognizing patterns to survive and. That's what yeah, helps yeah. Us. this worked and that killed, you know, your buddy ate that berry and he died. You didn't eat the berry. Yeah, that, pattern that, recognized. That snake with a red belly, if that bite you, bites you, you're dead. But that one with a yellow belly, if that bites you, you'll just be sick. And so, you know, just avoid yeah. them both, but avoid mental the red note. Yeah. So. Watch out for bright colored things in general. <laughs> Maybe that's why they watch out for gingers. <laughs> Probably. We are fire-tempered people anyway. So anytime you see yeah. a ginger... Like especially kids, you see a redheaded kid throw a tantrum. It seems to be at the next level above what a normal kid would be. It's very weird to me to see how people are like dyeing their hair red now. That's one that weirds me out. Like my whole life, I felt the wrath. So I don't <laughs> cultural appropriation. <laughs> and I won't yeah, stand yeah. for it. If that person was a uh, in public school as a ginger, they wouldn't have been doing that. But... <laughs> no, that I many times in my youth was got the redheaded stepson joke. I'll beat you like a redheaded stepson, and yeah, now it's, it's okay. the new in vogue thing. People love to yeah. have red, and somehow all the guys that okay. out, are out there that aren't natural redheads but have red in their beard. Yeah, and now beards are a thing, so it's cool. So it's normal. For yeah, them. yeah, beards are back now. But yeah. they used to be to protect you from swords. Yeah, now they're like now they're to prove I'm a man. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get confused <laughs> in this crazy world we live in where everything is crazy. You are not it's wrong a... on that one. Um, how do you feel about the States at the moment? What do you think's going on? Do you think a, a great divorce in America could impact Canada anyway? anyway? Like if we saw States start to succeed from one another and we had like a new Republic of California and uh, New York as its own independent nation state with, Central America being its own governed place. How do you think that would impact Canada? 
Uh, well, I mean, California and Canada are like the same thing. So most of us would probably want to join there. And then there'd be the rest, like Alberta and a few Southern Ontario people would probably want to join Texas. So it would be uh, it would be quite an interesting divorce. Uh, logistically, I don't think they have it in them to do much more than just follow along like they have all this time now. It, it seems to be what everybody's doing. It, it's what, what we know is more comfortable than than what we don't know. Yeah, and, there's uh, a lot of uh, pomp and posturing and saying we're going to do things and we'd be better off doing this and doing that. But when it comes down to it, the people who are saying this and wanting to push for it are the same people that are controlled in the opposition. Yeah, it's quite obvious that that's not what the people actually want. You look at the the, the whole reality. Nobody wants any of the things, that, but it's same here in Canada. You get these governments inflicted on you. You get 25% of the people that vote or 35% of the people vote. And that's those are the people in charge. Well, most of us didn't didn't you know we don't have any we don't want to be part of that thing like just leave me the hell alone that's all i wanted to be done is left alone you deal with your stuff do you think quebec will ever go its own nation it's it's had referendums in the past yeah yeah it it tried that but i mean the the last time they tried that they were like but we want to use your money and passports like (laughs) right like you don't even have that set up like real I think it's more of a posturing thing. But that being said, if you go to Quebec, it's the it feels more like a different country than just about anywhere else in North America. Like it 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 is definitely different, but but it could just be itself all on its own. It doesn't have to be these these borders, I think, are part of a problem we have because it gives us all these teams. It gives us something to root for or against and and this tribe mentality to the 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 bread and circus the the sports balls and all that stuff you know all these different uh, team america team south team north team canada all this stuff when really we're the same people on the same hunk of land if we got it all together we wouldn't have a lot of these problems i don't think we could just tell those people to drift you know i just want a normal cow i don't want like all this medicine in my food i don't want all your meddling just stop meddling you know, even the Canadian government, they set up legalized weed and then this weed stores are going out of business. Like who screws up selling weed? Like in Canada, like you can't even sell weed good in Canada, like for real. And then you're going to try to like run everything. The guy in high school could sell weed good. I don't get it. <laughs> government gets involved in anything. It screws the pooch. Don't matter what it yeah, touches. Yeah, we got some minister of something stupid in charge instead of just like, that guy from high school named Stony or whatever, like from the back of the <laughs> station know? wagon. Yeah, yeah. Just just legalize the station wagon. Just stop harassing him and we'll be fine. Stop legalizing things. Just decriminalize all the stuff and and leave us alone. We'll be good people. We promise. You can trust us more than we can trust them. So why not? It's like they a, even know that. And I don't know what you think. It, it feels like, especially in the West, Western governments are in like the. I hope it, it's this way anyway. It's like they're in the last throes of trying to maintain control of a system that's gone beyond its lifespan. Like there's still a lot of old systems in place for our, our quotes, democracy. But I think technology is well and truly got beyond the point where we need those systems in place. I'm not a communist. I'm not a socialist. I'm not a crony capitalist. I'm probably one of those idealists that thinks we can fit somewhere in the middle. And I'm, I'm, what I term myself as a leave me the fuck alonist, where I just yeah, like yeah, to be left to my own devices. And mm. if I've got the means to generate my own power, if I've got the means to grow my own food, 
I should be able to engage in the system when I want to and leave it when I want to. But there's this big push that everyone's responsible for society air quotes and everyone has to pay in for the healthcare system. Everyone's responsible for the roads, taxation, taxation, taxation. Do you think that this system's just hell bent on expanded growth or do you think it's slowly coming to an end? Um, have you ever read the book, The Fourth Turning? Or are you aware I'm, of the I'm familiar of it, yes. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what's happening. And what, I think it's- What part of I The think Fourth Turning system, do you think we're up to? Well, the book says it's over in 2025 and the book's been pretty good so far. It's and all so. the dates for every other conspiracy at 2025. <laughs> that can't be a coincidence. No, no, but that, I mean, that one matches the timeframes. That doesn't seem to- that one's more like based on like you go all the way back to the War of the Roses, you have 80 year mm-hmm. chunks and, and it fits the the story. It's kind of like a it's a it's an expansion and contraction that, it, you know, that it gets bigger and then it gets smaller. And it's kind of what happens. Right. The, and it's very much it's a bit of a dry read, but it's it, it's 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 scary. It it's worth at least flicking through or watching somebody do a synopsis is that the word i'm looking for yeah yeah um online find somebody that's that read through it and breaks it down because it's it's pretty good it's it's it seems to be kind of how the world has worked for a long time the same people have been in charge a long time they know how to work this system at the end they end up in charge like when they invented democracy there was already rich people they wouldn't (laughs) have made it so they could lose their money they they just replaced royalty with politicians and that was a different hat they could put on yeah 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 you make $120,000 a year and you have mansions. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I I know some government employees and they're not living in mansions. So I don't know what, what you're doing differently, but. Yeah. I think it's, if you're at top level, there's a little thing called insider trading, which the majority of politicians are pa- apparently void of, and they don't have to consider. They can just do it. Yeah. Want. Yeah. Uh, apparently it's not illegal for, for them to, to do such things, but. It is for the, for the paupers like us though. Yeah. Well, you're not allowed to get out of the hole. You have to stay down there. <laughs> We can't all be equals. It's a weird idea that they want to push that idea at the same time. Like, yeah, everyone's the then, same, but you know, but we're a little bit better. But we're not going to openly say yeah. it. But I'm, st- I can still get to be special. <laughs> well, we're all the same, but you're not the same. You are just like me, but I'm going home in my limousine to my mansion now to eat my steak while you sit there and you eat two yeah. noodles behind my armed guard. <laughs> uh, and you just hope that the glass window of your house is good enough. <laughs> <laughs> great analogy like, yeah uh, we're, we're just living on a on a hope and a dream currently you know it, it's everybody being civil but... it is but then again if it is that fourth turning situation people like ourselves who notice those patterns who put a few things aside and have taught themselves skills like growing food and hunting and mechanical stuff and building people who have a broad spectrum have a, a quiver full of lots of arrows of ideas and things how to navigate the world we're going to be in a lot better position when shit hits the fan and things reset yeah when you're not trying to survive like a caveman either right like you have yeah. the remnants of our society like i can start a fire with a car battery even if the car got asteroided or mm-hmm. or flooded out but some of the things you can't like the the when the if the mud comes in that might be a problem because that seems to like just encase you and your toast. Yes, but, the, but even the, if it's a fourth turning situation of a say uh, societal um, governance and economic yeah, yeah. crash, we'd be in a lot better of a situation than say an arts major who lives in an apartment who has no savings, has no tools, no anything. They've just got their clothes and their 
pop vinyls on the wall and all their collectibles. Yeah, they're, oh, not, yeah. going to, they're not going to be in a good position to try yeah. and rebuild themselves if a, an, an economic collapse happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a. There's a story, or well, not a story. Uh, in the GTA, there was an ice storm a few years back, and a bunch of people lost their power for a long time. But it was like the winter because like ice storm, right? Like that's how it works. Um, they had to get in line for like free handouts for the government for free food to replace all the food that went bad in their freezers in the winter. Like just put it outside in a bag or like yeah, <laughs> in, in the, the trunk of your car, like <laughs> something. There's no reason for everyone's food to have gone bad. Like, but they, they all, they had handouts from the government to keep them alive because I guess we need them. So <laughs> tax chattel. Tax yes, chattel. Exactly. We are taxed human beings to the nth degree. Yeah. We're being farmed. We're all right, mate. This has been an absolutely fantastic conversation. It's good to put a, a face to the name as well. Like you said, yeah. um, we've, we've had a chat on a couple of different platforms and it's nice to meet you. It was great to have a chat. Thank you for coming on board. Uh, if I, you're, I appreciate the opportunity. No problem at all, mate. Welcome back anytime. If you find something you deep dive on, you want to talk about, just hit me up. And if you are Sounds a listener good. out there and you want to jump on board, you can reach me at drewmisson88 at Gmail, or you can contact me on my Instagram account, missin underscore the underscore point hit me up let's have a conversation this is what it's all about guys i can remember being a listener of podcasts and i always thought to myself man i'd really like to have a conversation with that guy with these people and it wasn't until i started my own podcast that that started to happen so i want to make it available for all the people out there who listen hit me up let's have a conversation and i'll see you next time hey everybody it's closing time You don't gotta go home, but you can't stay here.